When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are a little buzzy. Buzz. Yes, but I'm only drinking water, so <laughs> go figure. I know, same. Same Z's. Okay, do you want to uh, get us going? Mm-hmm. I, I can get us going. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy I know, New Year. I know last week's came out, but it was like legitimately barely Happy New Year. Yeah, now we can officially say it. Officially, officially. Welcome to 2021. The year that'll be the same as last year. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Nah, Round two. To be completely different. Get back in the ring. It's the same shit. It's a different year. That's how I imagine it. Oh, did I get really loud there? Yeah, it's like a little crispy sometimes. Ooh, crispy. Like the crispy. I don't know if you hear it or not, but... I don't. Okay, so here we are. It's another week, another episode. Episode number 49. 49. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. And this is Opinions That, that Don't Matter. Don't Matter. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Yep. No more adder, 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 adder. Sometimes I don't feel like it. Me either. Then sometimes I feel like saying pew, 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 and other times, not so much. All right. We got a lot to get to today. We have so letters much. from around the world. Around the world. Which is kind of fun. I'm looking forward to reading some of those. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some highlights from what happened over the past year. Our thoughts and takeaways. Our thoughts and takeaways. Ooh. Lexus. Alex- oh my God. Uh, we're back into Shit's Creek. We put it off for a bit because when you get... I don't know. When you love a show and you know it's ending, it's like hard to be like, well, we watched it. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird, unintended consequence of binge watching TV. So there's a new, you know, it used to be you'd have to wait every week for your yeah. uh, episode to like come Thursdays out. Thursdays at nine. Right. Watch your show. You must see TV. Yep. But now it's binge. You know, mm-hmm. they just dump it and you watch it at your leisure. Yes. What that produces, though, I think is um, the ability to hoard your final season. Yes. And I, it's also like, uh, sometimes I'll just wait. Like if a show kind of looks good, I'm like, I'm going to wait for a couple seasons to come out, yep. which I know is going to, it like fucks with the, the, what Katie, they think. Katie, you can't swear on this channel. That's, that's a new rule. Get out. No, but it like fucks with their thought of what's popular or not. Do you know what I mean? Cause then if you think about like as a YouTube creator, we know that if, uh, I don't know. I mean, not that we like, decide whether we're going to create videos again but like a brand could be like oh well you know the views on that video aren't as high as we were hoping so i don't think we're going to continue this brand deal let's say not that that's a good example but you know what i mean yeah so in tv they'll be like oh well the first season didn't do as well meanwhile i'm on the sidelines being like okay it looks really good okay i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait till there's like three seasons so i have more to watch so yeah so we waited to see the last we uh, did season of schitt's creek and we're not even done yet we're only on episode five fantastic so far it's so good. So good for them for winning all their awards and doing well and putting all those people on the map. There's Although, such, I mean, a lot of them were already on the map, yeah, but some weren't. And they're such great actors and actresses and the, oh my God, the little movements that they make, like Alexis, the way that she like touches her hair all the time and just fit, like she's so obnoxious. I don't know. And, and David and their dynamic. And I just love it. It's so great. Good. So if you're looking for a good show to watch on Netflix, yeah. I'd highly recommend it before Netflix can afford to pay Sells for it. Sell it to someone else. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fuck, so man, that's we lost the office. And cheers. And you, yep. you think they're going to be there forever, but no, your favorites go away. 
I know, so, and you kind of take it for granted because I'd be like, "What do you want to do? Well, let's watch a rerun of The Office." You know, there's something to be said there. There's you can draw a correlation to life. You know, you gotta. I know, and yeah, I, I had a what grinds my gears. I mentioned it in my Instagram, but I'm gonna mention it here because it is pertinent to OTDM, and that is The Office. The fact that Peacock pretends that it's a free service. They're like, join Peacock for free. We all know that's not true. So you get free Peacock service. is what? NBC's mm-hmm. streaming service that stole the office from Netflix. Okay. They took their ball back. They took okay. their ball back. They they gave it to us to play with, and then they decided to create their own thing, and they decided to take it back. How dare they? How dare That is a national treasure. You can't just take so it. should be widely rude. available for free. 100%. Socialize everything. Hey, everything comrade? for free. Right, comrade? <laughs> I know how this game is Give played. Give them eat. No. Um, so anyways, uh, so they took it back because they'd sold it to Netflix. I'd assume their contract was up and they were making a big play for it because they know that people don't like any other other shows. They only like The Office. So they give you the free version and it comes with commercials. Awesome. Not Netflix and charge commercials. Anyway, then you only get the first two seasons. And then here's the kicker. Even when you go up, because then Sean and I were looking at it, and it was like $9.99. So $10 a month to pay for still commercials. Well, it's a business model, Katie. And uh, that's what they figure is going to work. Hey, everyone's going to go looking for The Office. They're going to get in there. They're going to watch the the free version with the commercials. And then, because The Office is so good, people are going to convert to paying customers of Peacock. I've debated just looking on eBay for cheap DVDs and plugging in our DVD player. How oh, dare down i am not gonna pay for another goddamn streaming service yeah i cut I the cord you what i cut the cord so that i could have a thousand little cords that's the thing and all of them just nickel and diamond you to fucking death yeah. 15 dollars here 10 dollars here 5.99 45.99 when we started youtube tv it was 39.99 and we now started, it's like 60 dollars. we started at the bottom now we're here now we're paying more yeah so 49 episodes in to yes. Opinions That Don't Matter. 2020 mm-hmm. was a fantastic year for uh, being able to podcast because we weren't able to leave our house. Hey. We uh, we had some very interesting things. It's I was a just win, win, win. Win, win, win. Um, our, we, there's something that I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Blackheath, England. It's, uh, yes. Who I are s- you? <laughs> Why are you watching us so much? We have a lot of you. Uh, so we got this... I was reading it to Sean the other day. So Pod, no, Buzzsprout. Yeah. I almost said Podcorn. I was like, wait, that was our sponsor. Damn it. Um, Buzzsprout, who, like who we house the podcast through, gives you a, a year in summary. And it tells you who or where or whatever has the most downloads. And Blackheath, England, England mm-hmm. had the most downloads of our audio version of this podcast last year. Yeah, it was like 10% of our audience is in that. I don't know if it's a county or a city. I don't know enough about it, but maybe it's one big happy say, family. Yeah. Thank you for downloading. Somebody is just really watching our stuff there. I'm excited. Yeah, that's I think awesome. it's great. So, uh, See, along... that got a little loud in my ears just then. Me? Yeah. Weird. Weird. Audio engineer wanted. Uh, we produce 75 hours of content. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of prattling on. A lot of prattling, rambling, <laughs> rambling rod. Uh-huh. Um, rambling but I, I am curious with our audience what stands out, what worked, what didn't. Yeah, what'd you like? What, what you segments didn't like? should be retired? Let's do peaks and pits of 2020 podcasts. Yeah, it, 
seems that people really enjoy us uh, being pen pals. So maybe we I... should change the name of the podcast to Pen Pals That Matter. You know? Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we get in with that? PPTM? PPTM. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So I have to share. See, we are a little hot. I hear it like crackle. Um, so we have a friend, uh, Joe. We've talked about Joe a lot. And he has a personalized license plate on his motorcycle and it does not say this but it looks like this to us when sean and i read it and we call it the pp touch one bike right yeah it's a pepe tone or something like that <laughs> uh, it's, it's just funny we so we call it pp touch one oh. <laughs> so it'd be like pp tm pp mm. anyway oh one last mm-hmm. note before we uh before we move into uh this next segment you know it seems like it's low I don't it know. does but hey what are you gonna do you win some you lose some yeah very touchy we are drum roll please katie Number 16 on Apple Podcasts for Leisure in Luxembourg. Woohoo! <laughs> Cue confetti in post. Thank you. Thank you to everyone in Luxembourg for, for listening yes. and watching. I, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Um, Shout out to Luxembourg. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about Luxembourg. It seems like one of those rich nations in Europe that uh, probably is filled with traditions. Where is it? Luxembourg. I think it's next to Belgium. It's a uh, oh, it's one of those French, okay. hmm. German. I don't know. I thought it was German. I think they're French, but I could be wrong. And you, I could, I could be totally right. It's just a lovely name, Luxembourg. Beautiful. Luxembourg, Luxembourg, like uh, Luxembourg. It is next the, to Belgium. It's uh-huh. at the very bottom corner. I always thought it was closer to Switzerland, but okay, it is. It's between Belgium and Germany in there and then it also butts into france well it's we french. appreciate it french france french so yeah very cool yeah the capital of luxembourg is luxembourg city et voila okay et moving voilà. on i just wanted to say thank you for uh for tuning in in luxembourg yeah so weird number 16 hey tell we all love, your friends we love to hear it it's probably the french angle they're probably like listen to how weird these people view the french culture okay it's possible. Okay, before we get into the letters, I had a funny thing that we talked about, and you were like, write that down. We need to talk about it on the pod. And so I did. Katie, make a note for me. I did. I totally and diddly do did. So the note is, worst Christmas gift I ever received. Mm. So um, I don't even know how to start this story, because you have to understand the players first before I tell you about this worst gift. Also, don't hate the players. Hate the game. Hate the gifts they give. <laughs> So my mom's dad, who is is passed away now, you know, rest in peace, Russell, we loved you. Um, He, my mom's mom passed away when I was little. So I was like three or three and a half, I think, when she died. She had lung cancer. Anyway, so my mom's dad, my grandpa, never remarried. He loved his first wife. He was never going to remarry, which is kind of sweet, actually, if you think about it that way. Like so much love in his heart. But. He did date or have a partner after, I mean, she was with him for a really long time, named. Delight. Groove is in the heart. such a delight. And delight was good for him. She took care of him and because he, when, when his first wife passed away, when my grandma passed away, he really had a tough time coming out of it and he he loved her and he, so it was really difficult. And so she kind of brought him back to life and they both loved to gamble at the casino. I love myself a casino. And they also loved antiquing. And my mom's dad, like... Isn't that funny that so many silver foxes um, 
bond over the casino. I know. Even my grandma and papa on my dad's side, they go to the casino. They love the yeah. casino. Adult entertainment at its yeah, finest. Yeah, at its finest. Um, anyway, and he loved antiquing and, I don't know, going to garage sales and estate sales. So even past antiquing, just essentially junk purchasing so much that his home, which I wish you could have seen, but it, he was already passed. He passed when I was in college, um, about three years before I met you, I guess. Anyway, he had gathered so much junk that it was like a habit trail. And when he did pass away, we had to sell, I mean, it was like rounds and rounds of garage sales and estate sales. Just to get rid of all the junk, you know, everything from three jukeboxes. Who needs multiple jukeboxes? Which you actually would have loved that. And I'm sorry that I did not keep one for you. Uh, neon signs. He was really into neon signs for a little while. It's basically like an episode of American Pickers. Yes. Yes. 100%. You guys have seen those weirdo people. They show up at their house and like dig through their shit. That was my grandfather. Um, anyways, Delight. How do I describe her? She was... Older than him, and she ended up outliving him. She she's passed away now, but she I think she died at like ninety one or eighty nine, something like that. Anyway, she was very very short, maybe five foot, maybe not. Gray hair that she never combed. I don't even know if she like how good her hygiene was because she always wore a hat, straight brimmed, black with covered in rhinestones. You guys, rhinestones. She was a rhinestone cowgirl. Like a rhinestone cowgirl. <laughs> and she'd have the hat like kind of cockeyed on her head. And she wore that orange lipstick that only old ladies wear that's like kind of crusty. And she was embarrassing. And I never wanted anybody to meet her or know that she was in any way connected to my family. And Delight was just, she was the worst. And anyway... Needless. But it wasn't based on her looks. She was, from what I can understand. She was also kind of a nasty lady yeah, in the end. And so her family was like uh, siphoning off my grandpa, making him change his will. Things got messy. Uh, not that we're wealthy by any means, but he, my grandpa was like stingy, save everything kind of person. Worked at craft forever, craft cheeses, and saved all his monies and was a vet. And so, anyway, not important. The important thing is just to understand who Delight is. So my grandpa, before Delight was in the in the our family at all, used to just give us money on Christmas. He wasn't big on buying gifts, even though if I think about it as an adult, I'm like, dude, you bought so much other shit. He had a handheld Atari at his house. That was the only thing that Nick and I would play when we were there. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like it. So not very kid-friendly of an environment. Not always that excited to hang out with us, per se. He always sat in the kitchen with his legs crossed and his pants would hike up so high you'd see his striped socks. Am I painting you guys a picture? It just, just imagine it with me. And it's all 70s. Everything's orange and green and brown in that house. Anyway, one Christmas, we go over. And this is when Delight's been in, in, the, in our family for, let's say, three, four years. Okay. They just start giving us gifts. So okay. it's no longer just cash, like here's 20 bucks, which as a kid, you're like, oh, 20 bucks. Oh, my God. I can do so much with this. I'm going to get so much ice cream and I'm also going to buy that pair of flip-flops I want or whatever. Insert random thing. So this gift, well, live in infamy is the worst gift. And the thing that really put the icing on the cake is my uncle, my mom's brother, Brad, could not stop laughing. He couldn't. It was too much for him. Like the gift giving had gotten so bad that he just couldn't. He couldn't pretend. He was like dying laughing when I opened it. So they're all wrapped and, you know, it's nice. It's a gift. So I get, in my gift, 
I get an uh, an egg, plastic egg that's filled with, and all the women out there already know what I'm talking about, pantyhose. Oh, leg. L apostrophe E-G-G. Well, egg. They come in a plastic egg. Oh, maybe because in, in Quebec they called it leg. Oh, maybe it's a brand? Well, no, because like your legs, right? So L apostrophe E-G-G. Oh, they call, oh, interesting. Ours just, it just comes in a plastic egg. Mm. They're like the cheap ass pantyhose. I could be wrong. For like 99 cents. Also, you guys, I am 14 when I receive this gift. My uncle Brian, my mom's other brother, uh, receives a cassette. Also, this is, we're way into CD land, by the way. Cassettes were not. Like this would have been, I mean, if I'm 14, it's like, what, uh, 97, 98, maybe? No, 96, I guess. Anyway, somewhere around there. I'm not a mathematician. I don't even want to spend my brain space on that. But I had CDs at this point. So this was a cassette. I still have cassette players. But my Uncle Brian receives a cassette tape of all Spanish music. Oh, lovely. And he got it stuck in his truck. So he put it in as a joke and then he couldn't get it out. But then he thinks it was fortuitous because he was trying to sell that truck. And the guy that picked it up was a guy from Mexico. And he was like, win-win. He told me he couldn't get the cassette out. And the guy was like, it's not bad. So it all worked out. Anyway, so that is the worst gift I've ever received in my life. Yeah, the the recycled, the upcycled gift. (laughs) But who upcycles essentially what could be considered underwear? I think they probably just... um, Went around the house and picked up things? Yeah, last minute, like, oh my God, the kids are coming over. Just give us cash. Got plenty of cash. Reminds me of that office when Creed gives (laughs) Jim that that t-shirt. I don't know. Oh, they have the gift exchange over Christmas. It's like a white elephant. It, well, it's supposed to be Secret Santa. And then remember, Michael's like, no, we do, let's do a swap. I forget what he calls it. Santa swap? No, I forget what he calls it. A jinky swap. Okay. And then, you know, everybody calls it something else. Pam's like, we call it Nasty Christmas or White Elephant. You know, everybody has all these different names. Anyway, they do all these switcheroos. And <laughs> Creed got Jim as his Secret Santa. Or not, as he was giving to Jim, and he gave him, like, a shirt that was obviously Creed. Like, Creed obviously just forgot that he had to give him a gift, and then he went in his car and found that shirt and put it in a bag. And then they cut to Creed, and he's like, yep. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> That's what I did. No shame. It's so funny, though, your delight story. I, I've heard I've heard it a lot of times, and, and based on your descriptions, I, I know exactly what she looks like. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I, I think I talked about it last week that I pointed out someone yeah. in the store was like, is that? Like He's the, like, does that look like Delight? And I was like, oh my God, yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> well, older ladies wearing bright orange lipstick the and orange. A, a cocked hat. Uh, you know, she Always she rhinestones on the hat. And yeah. it would say everything from uh, smile, always good, to fully covered rainbow rhinestones just on the bill I on dig the top it. of the hat. I wish I could have met her. Other ones with stars. Just horribly embarrassing <laughs> as a kid. All right. You know, those preteen years. Well, yeah. I guess 14. Yeah, but I, she'd been around for a while. So I I think she came into the picture probably when I was like 11. I don't even know. My mom would remember. Ready? Jump into the letters? Yeah, jump right in. We're number 16 in Luxembourg. We've already told them. Yay. Hello again. Happy 2021. Is this a now into a letter? Yep. Okay. I got confused. Because <clears throat> I've got all these, we've we've got these notes, these things. Sean made notes about us being number 16. Okay. Hello again. Happy 2021. I was trying to be fancy in my last email when I wrote season's greetings, 
but I actually do like this phrase a lot more than any other Christmassy greeting. I think so too. I like it. I thought I actually could write a bit about Lithuania, so I will. Lithuania is one of the three Baltic states, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. Baltic states are called this way because they are situated near the Baltic Sea. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. Makes it easy for those of us who don't know to understand, right? Yeah. Until recently, Lithuania has not been known for much. So it was popular for journalists to look for foreign celebrities that have some kind of connection to this country. For instance, mm. Jason Sudeikis. Wow. Oh, the author? Am I saying that wrong? Sudeikis? Sudeikis? That's how I've always said it. But now that I'm saying it out loud, I, I feel nervous. <laughs> um, has relatives that his relatives come from Lithuania. And he is the author, and he's isn't he a comedian too, or is just a I believe com- he's a, a comedian, or as maybe well. just a satirical, just author. a funny guy. So funny. I read a few of I don't his. Know who he is, so. One of his books, I think, is called Naked. I read. It's funny. Nina had it when I lived with her, and then there was another one around that time I read as well. Both hilarious. I highly recommend. Okay, Pink, Pink. Oh, I have a story. Oh, the about. musician. Yeah, Pink the musician. It just says Pink, but it's written like the musician, so I know it's her uh, with the exclamation point. Not Blackpink, the uh, Korean. No, okay. they're, they're Korean roots. This is Lithuanian. Mm-hmm. Pink has Lithuanian roots, and so does Robert Zemeckis. Oh, yeah. Who's that? He's a director in Hollywood. Oh, it says, although I think maybe there is something Polish in that surname, too, so we're not really sure. Yeah. Oh, and the vocalist of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Anthony Akitas is, is Lithuanian? also part Lithuanian. Well, there you go. I'll stop here before I get too excited and start Googling who else has done Lithuania the honor of becoming famous within the U.S. Yeah, no, I think it's great to hear about other people who have made it in the United States from different places in the world. You yeah. Gotta, you got to say, claim your people. You got, well, we talked about that with Sean claiming anybody with somewhat Canadian yeah. Heritage. I'm just going to start claiming Lithuanians as Canadian. <laughs> we take over them all. I have a funny story about pink, and I think I told you guys already. Did I? I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. at my yoga studio, she, I was taking a class like randomly. This is what happens when you work for yourself. You take a class randomly like 1030 on a Tuesday because I'm like, oh, that's the only time I have my schedule. I can do it. And she was there. And people were so funny. So first of all, there's like- Was she an attention hog or was she- no, it was okay. like as if she didn't want good. anybody to act weird. She didn't have like a she was all by herself. With, okay, nope, she's all by herself. And maybe her security guard was wait. I don't know because things could. I would be kind of worried if I was her. I guess, but in a yoga studio, like of all places. But we have a like a locker room, and she was just putting her stuff away. When I walked in, I was like, "You come in, you know." She's putting her stuff away in the locker, and you know, you beep beep beep, you lock it up. And then she's in the class with me, sweating it out just like everybody else. Was she good at yoga? Um, do you remember? You didn't even pay attention. You're like, eh. Well, I mean, you you don't want to watch somebody. It's kind of creepy. But she kept up, obviously. And I don't remember what the class even was because um, it's like years ago now. But but she just did her thing. And then she went back in the locker room. And I was like, is she going to shower in the locker room with everybody? Because that would just blow my mind for some reason. Usually, I've only seen a few celebrities. I've seen her. I've seen the lady from CSI original, the redheaded lady, Margot. Oh, yep. Um, She was in one of my yoga classes once. And there's one other. I'm forgetting. Anyway. They always just like cut and run. Like they don't hang out. I don't, I don't think they want people to like, they don't want to take pictures when they're sweaty no. and tired and they don't want to be a jerk. You and also I, don't want to get naked around other people because they can take photo. It's just a weird situation, right? It's a weird thing. And I get it. And so she just grabbed her stuff and left and somebody stopped her and said like, I'm a huge fan. She's like, oh, that's so kind of you. Thanks. And she's like, I got to run. Nice to meet you. She was very nice. Anyway. So, so the Lithuanian sister pink, she's very nice. I, I, I like her a lot. <laughs> also, she does yoga and I think that that's good. Okay, Lithuania does not have a lot to do with Russia, since it was part of the Soviet Union. 
Oh, does have a lot. Sorry, I missed. I am sorry. I read that wrong. Lithuania does have a lot to do with Russia since it was part of the Soviet Union for a long time. And before that, Russia tried to make Lithuania Russian, for instance. They do that, and it bugs me. How do you do that? I don't understand. Russia likes to lay claim, just like China likes to lay claim to countries that are close by and claim <laughs> that these are uh, ethnically Russian or ethnically Chinese. Oh, you're ethnic. Oh, Jesus. And yeah, so they, they like to uh, annex uh, parcels of land through force or through any, yeah. it doesn't matter, it, but it bugs me. Strong Russia, arming. Yeah, Russia is doing that right now to a lot of countries that are neighbors. I that thought are, China was doing that with India. Aren't they battling out this little space? Or? Yeah, they're they're battling over a strip of land, but- China more more specifically did does this to to a lot of other countries like um uh where's the Dalai Lama from uh Oh yeah 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 um jeez I can't not Bhutan No uh, <clears throat> and it was even one of the questions that uh Hank asked me on that stupid thing God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now Okay I'll look it up but anyway so they do that a lot and like try to push people out. I can't believe I can't think Well of they just there. claim swaths of land and say these are you know are are ancient lands uh, that we own and so, um, join us, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, how can I not remember where the Dalai Lama is from? Gee whiz. It says Tatsker, China. No. Tatsker, China. Yeah, it's not. Tibet. Tibet. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it, they've gone so far, China, as to, watch, we're, we're never going to be able to go to China, or if we do, we're going to be re-educated in some weird camp. Uh, well, I don't think we go then. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. I'm never, I'm not supporting China at all. I'm no. I'm like so anti-china these days not chinese people i love chinese people yes but correct. the government is a pile of steam well, even duty. what they're doing to hong kong and stuff is pretty crazy exactly and but also i always like to err on the side of i don't know shit about fuck yeah so they have millions of people in internment camps so if you uh are supporting china you shouldn't but neither here nor there well yeah because even i remember we had that doctor who talked about the covid release and how she thought it was mis not mismanagement but i forget the word she used but the reason that COVID-19 got out was yeah. because somebody wasn't following protocol. Ineptitude? I, I, there was a different word she used, but it doesn't matter. It, it, yeah. Anyway, someone didn't follow protocol and it got out. And so she doesn't know if it was intentional or not, but she's like, it, it shouldn't have happened. This is, these are the things we're supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. And she came over to the States and started talking about it, or in London. I forget where she ended up landing. But they, they, uh, went after her they took her mom and put her in an internment camp. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this has happened. She acted like it was no big deal. She's like, oh, this is the, the second or third time it happened. And, I, and the guy, I forget who was interviewing her, he's like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, they do that all the time to people. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> so moving on, let's talk about Russia. Enough about China. Time to move into Russia. It says, Lithuania does have a lot to do with Russia since it was part of the Soviet Union for a long time. And before that, Russia tried to make Lithuanian Russian, for instance, by prohibiting Lithuanian language in print. Wow. Yeah, that sounds uh, lovely. Try to erase a language. Yeah. Ugh. But then also you get the language police in Quebec, which tap out a nush. Okay. Thanks for this. We now have, or thanks to this, we now have lots of romanticized stories about book carriers mm. who smuggled Lithuanian books into Lithuania. How crazy is that to think that uh, literature is dangerous, so you have to you know, smuggle it? I know. In your own common, like your, your native tongue. Yeah. That's so sad. It's probably to me. not that long ago either. <laughs> That this was going on. No, and she says you might have guessed that Russia is not loved too much by Lithuanians. Yeah, rightfully again, so. Russian people, fantastic. Russian government, not the best. Oh yeah, we have that other Russian friend. I've had a few Russian friends over the years, but um, Katie at Ingo's Tasty Diner, oh, where yeah. we used to eat at. Yeah, and she's from Saint Petersburg. Mm -hmm, and she goes and visits her grandma there all the time. And uh, yeah, great lady. Yeah. But 
Again, Russia government, not, not so good. No. Okay. These days, we are doing better with foreign film studios wanting to film in various places here, foreign companies establishing their back offices and call centers. We have a couple of nice places by the sea that attract lots of foreigners. Um, okay, okay, I'll visit. <laughs> see Coronian uh, Spit. Must be what the places by the sea. Okay. Just a few years ago, tourist groups mainly consisted of elderly German or Japanese people of various ages. The Japanese travel a lot, and they I'm do. jealous of it. I dig it. That, them and Australians. Yeah. Man, you guys really get out and see the world. I'm always jealous. Okay. Um, Japanese people of various ages, but now we get some fun-loving Scandinavians and Brits also, mainly for the cheap booze. <laughs> the Brits aren't fun-loving. The Scandinavians are fun-loving. The Brits are more dour and... Uh, <laughs> How, how dare, no, how dare you? They're fun-loving. They are fun-loving. Mainly for the cheap booze. Mm. I understand. I wonder what Lithuanian booze specialties are. I like, don't know. What do you guys make? Because every time Sean and I would go somewhere, like when we were in Amsterdam, we had... GTs. No, it was that, but it was their, they had their Yenever. own... Yenever. Yes, Yenever. And I thank John Green for introducing us to Yenever because I guess he spent a year in college there. I think it was when he was writing his first book, he lived there. Oh, you're right. And then Sarah and him, yeah, they didn't have kids. I forgot. He tells the f- most amazing He's, stories. I mean, what a obviously. Bon vivant he is. That, I like, really enjoy them a go lot. Go to Europe, write your first novel that's uh, a big yeah. hit, drink Geneva, you know, see Europe. They had a good time, I think. I know. They had a small little apartment, he said. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. I know. They're so lovely. I wish they lived closer. They're so much fun. Yeah. But John was telling us that Geneva, like, even just coming here, he brought a bottle of it with him. We were already at a bar. But he was like, this is the one that I like. He was like pouring out little shots of it and stuff. Yeah. So tell us, let us know, write us again, please, Valentina. And let us know what is Lithuania known for when it comes to alcohol? Is there a thing that you make? Inquiring minds want to know. Okay. She says, mainly for the cheap booze, but I dare believe that they find something else that tickles their fancy here. I would love to see Lithuania. Not for nothing, but it's pretty interesting. I, you had me go in there when you're talking mm-hmm. about what kind of booze they make yeah. there or distill or ferment. But there's always some weird specialty. You're like, no, they do yeah. that. You know, like I think fermented yak's milk is really big oh, in like yeah, the, yeah. the steps of, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, like Mongolia and stuff like that. It's uh, interesting. You work with what you got, right? What yeah, are you going to ferment? That's it. Yeah. Ferment anything. Well, when we were right in, now I'm fermenting carrots. So Sean ferments everything. You better grab your shoes or he'll ferment them. But um, remember mm. when? We, mm, remember when we were in Elgin at the Druthy Cobbler, that like cafe that turned into a bar at night. They had Brockman's gin. Yeah. You guys, delicious. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. And they're known for scotch. That whole area is like all scotch whiskey and it's delicious. But uh, we learned about Brockman's gin there. And then we were in Melbourne. They had that gin distillery. We didn't stop by because we, we had to drive. We didn't like take a lift. And we we're like, oh, we can't do that. That sounds crazy. Remember? Outside by the wine country. And so we need to go back there. Anyways. We'll have to go to travel, 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 Jeremy, and (laughs) buy some tickets. (laughs) Okay, says, I think I'll stop here before this email gets too out of control. I do enjoy an epically long email, you see. Hope you had a great start of the year. Season's greetings, just because, Valentina. Thank you, Valentina. That is wonderful. Season's greetings to you. Yes, and I would love to go to Lithuania. I'm sold. Yep. I'm sold. You guys are such good salespeople of the places that you live. We're going to have to do a tour of the Baltics. Yeah, we'll have to get on travel, 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 Jeremy, I tell you, and figure out how to... How to make that happen. Fair enough. <clears throat> so, okay. Next, just moving sure, through. Sure, just roll into the next letter. Okay. Let's do this. Next pen pal. Hello. 
from Sue in the UK of the wanker sign and long COVID. Oh, I'm so sorry. We have a sign of the wanker. It's like a W like this. Wasn't the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not to you. Just to let people know what it is. I think that was the wanker sign, right? Yeah, this is Wu-Tang. I'm sorry. That's, that is the Wu-Tang sign. I knew what that was, but I was like, wait a minute. This is mind head. No. This is Wu-Tang. And this is... Wanker. Yeah. Okay. But was it... No. Wanker. Was that it? Oh, yes. You're right. You're it right. was the pretend jerk off if you're just listening. Yeah, that's the wanker sign. Okay. Sorry, Sue. We'll get there. It's been a long, a long, long couple of years here. <laughs> okay. I was super stoked when you read out my email. So here I go again. Here, here I, I go. go again on, on my own. own. Funny story about that song. Katie and I were sitting in traffic one day and uh, a man comes on the radio and he's, he's telling a story much like this, but probably funny. Uh, mm-hmm. or funnier he said or no the dj asked him mm-hmm. so this song is a staple of yeah everybody FM loves radio. it people rock out to it yeah here i go again on my own mm-hmm. is that scorpions i don't know i'll find out while you keep okay. telling the story so the dj says you know how does that make you feel to know that this song is is such a <laughs> a piece of everyone's life for like the lot you know the last 40 years or whatever and the guy says you know it's kind of shitty and the DJ yeah. was taken aback. He's like, well, what do you mean? It's shitty. So, well. White Snake. White Snake. Oh, there you go. Okay. I would never have come up with that on my own. Yeah. Here I go. Okay. So <laughs> he said that he wrote that song after his wife left him and he was, I think he lost all his money as well. Not, not that his wife took it, but I think. Just, Wasn't he in like a hotel somewhere? Yeah. A and motel? He, he's writing a song about like, okay, well, I'm, I'm on my own again, you know. Mm-hmm. Here and, I go again on my own. And so he said, every time I hear it on the radio. While it brings everyone else joy, it brings you back it's to super a moment fucking of, depressing. Yeah, yeah, that shocked my shocked me too. Yeah, um, and it does give you now. And every time you hear it, you're like, ooh, yeah, ooh. When life gives you lemons or a divorce, you, you fucking write an amazing make, song to make you a millionaire. Yeah, who wants to be a millionaire? Okay, uh, so I here I go again. I would just like to share my public service announcement about long COVID and then to lighten the mood, an antidote, an anecdote. All right. I said antidote. I don't know why. Public service anecdote. announcement about long COVID. Long COVID yes. being um, people who had COVID early on and it was an aggressive strain that We have a produces, friend that has that as well. Yeah. And it produces Bob. some really bizarre. Enlarged heart issues with your lungs, scarring. Okay. Prior to COVID, I wasn't perfect, but I was doing okay. Working for the NHS, which is the National Health System in in the UK, by the way, if you don't know, in a stem cell lab and finishing my PhD. Wow. That's amazing, Smarty Sue. Pants. She's wicked spat. Since COVID, which I got in March, which our friend Fab's got in March also, it's a major achievement if I'm well enough to wash my hair. Many days I can hardly move. I managed to briefly leave my flat about once a month. I won't bore you with my extensive list of symptoms, but I will mention one thing that may be of particular interest to you and a lot of your audience. For a long time, I've had a diagnosis of complex PTSD plus various other mental health issues. After years of therapy plus EMDR, I was managing my symptoms pretty well. I really hope I don't scare anyone, but I just wanted to warn people. Since COVID, my flashbacks and nightmares have gone through the roof. Wow. I wonder if that's because... Where like uh, our defenses are down. Yeah, you're worn thin. Yeah, you don't have any of your like barriers up, like the things that we normally our resilience. Yeah, you know your is, defenses are like much like a star a starship Enterprise, you know, where the shield levels get really low and then they they're vulnerable. I mean, I know what that means, but I was not a starship Enterprise <laughs> not me fan. Either. I'm just... Is that Star Trek? Oh yeah, yeah, Star so, Trek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
But yeah, your defenses get get down. It's like being hangry. You're like, ah, you start to rage. Okay. You know, because your defenses are down. I'm managing it with online therapy and I'm on a waiting list for more EMDR. But to anyone out there with a history of trauma and or mental illness, please be careful. And if you do get ill, be kind to yourself. I've now been diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome plus fibromyalgia and my career is likely over. So I won't be a wanker and take this or so don't be a wanker and take this disease seriously. Now for my funny story. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. That, yeah. That's, that's difficult to hear. I think everyone needs to hear it. And I, I wouldn't say your career is over. I mean, no. you never know what tomorrow brings and you got to gotta keep the, the, the hope up. Well, and I think a lot of times, depending on what you wanted to do, because you said stem cell research, I think research labs are ways that we can be sitting down. There can be things, that, uh, accommodations that can be made so that you're able to still do the work. Um, or maybe you do half days, you know, you don't work full time. Yeah. And sometimes there's like, it's interesting when one door closes, another door opens. And I think with the way the internet works now, and I'm not telling you what to do, but there's so much knowledge that maybe you already have. You're working on your PhD. You know, yeah. you, you could be a science communicator online. I don't know. Yeah. You could be a Help writer. Better understand uh, what's happening because I have a tough time. Send me some stem cells. I'll <laughs> review them. I really do want to get stem cells, uh, by the way. Okay. Um, maybe you'll get me some, some sprinklings of hair on my hair. Are you wanting to grow your hair back? No, I'm just kidding. But uh, in terms of like my knees. Oh, yeah. His uh, knees are bad. You guys are like. Pop, pop, and pop, I, pop. I hear amazing things about stem cell. Yeah. Uh, advancements to the point where I think they're looking at. Didn't uh, Joe Rogan get some stem cell stuff all the he's, time? He's done quite a bit of that. It's expensive. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're, what I find really promising about that field, and I, again, I don't know that much about it, but when I, whenever I hear about it, my ears perk up. Uh, spinal cord injuries are. Oh, they can like regenerate? They believe that they're With on the cusp cells? of. Wow. But there's ethics issues because the best stem cells come from. Uh, embryo Embri no not embryos no uh, it's from the amniotic fluid and no the um umbilical cord isn't it or something like that no i think it comes from actually uh fetal tissue oh yeah so Ooh. yeah so there there are ethic there's ethics oh, at play here and, yeah, yeah, and therefore yeah. in the united states they've halted research with that type of stem cell although you can harvest stem cells from uh yeah, the uh, umbilical cord the belly right? button region and uh, <laughs> other scientific terms such as these um, maybe the does the placenta have stem cells i don't even probably know. i i think i'm not a you tell us yeah so there sue, you go sue, sue i think has to tell us it's not over you could be uh, a science communicator and the thing also just to give a little hope for a very shitty fucking crazy situation because trust me we have like i said we have a friend going through something similar where she has to take naps during the day and she's you know been feeling terrible and going to the cardiologist all it's horrible so i feel for you and i'm so sorry but you're not alone there are going to be a ton of people out in the world struggling with this. And what that means is more research dollars. And like to Sean's point, then, you know, whether it's stem cells or whatever it is, they're more likely to find something to help alleviate this problem. Right. Because it's it's going to affect our productivity as a world a lot. Like so many people got sick in March, you know. Yeah. Also, uh, now I'm really curious, what, what exactly were you doing uh, for your PhD in research when it comes to stem cells? Write us back. Let us know. Yeah. I'm very curious. We'd love I, to know. I hope that this week is a good one for you and hope to hear from you soon. Yes. And for those of you out there wondering and feeling maybe you don't need to wear a mask or don't need to worry about it, please be careful. It's very serious and I don't want any of you getting sick. Okay. Now for the funny story. Ah. Are we ready? Some years ago, me and a friend took her children to our local zoo. Ooh. 
The kids were being their usual troublesome selves until all of a sudden they became much quieter and unusually polite. Children are so suspicious. It's like when you're babysitting, which I did a lot as a younger person and don't plan on doing, you know, that much of as an adult because who babe, who do we babysit for? Um, when you hear children playing in the room next, you know, because you put them in like the room next to you and you're like doing something like folding laundry or doing something in the other room. And then they're giggling and playing. And then all of a sudden they get quiet. You run into that room because you know they're either like putting a Sharpie marker on the wall or you know what I mean? They're, they're up to something and it's not it's not good. Or one of them's caught in something and it's hurt. And they're like, don't tell. Just try to figure it out. Um, okay, sorry. So they're much quieter and unusually polite. As we were driving home, they were very quiet in the back of the car and just talking quietly to each other. Oh, they had a secret. Once we got home, they all walked quietly upstairs. We were getting more and more suspicious. So after a while, we went upstairs to investigate. <gasps> we found the kids in the bathroom and in the bath, a stolen baby penguin. <laughs> what? They jacked a penguin? How did they keep that secret? Did they have a backpack? Where'd they put it? Real quiet in the car. Those motherfuckers. What was that noise? Nothing. I just farted back here. I know. Oh, Excuse me. No. I had beans. My friend then had to phone the zoo. <laughs> How did they get their mitts on a baby I, penguin? I don't know. Cracky I don't kids. know. What do you think that conversation was like? No, no. You take it. I'll cover for you. Uh, but the thing that's funny about kids, I don't know how old they are, but they probably were like, well, keep it in the tub and then. Oh, yeah. They didn't want to harm it. No, no. But I just meant that they'd probably already thought that like we'll be able to hide it from them for a long time and get to keep this thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> had to phone the zoo to apologize and tell them that we had their penguin. The zoo's response? Oh, we thought we were missing one. <laughs> Don't worry. The penguin was fine. Apparently when they are young, if you put them in a dark bag, they just go to sleep, huh. which is what Much like had. myself. Uh, me too. You put me in a dark bag. Sometimes I wish someone would put me in a dark bag so I could have, have a little nippy nap. Warn me ahead of time. I might get, I, get, I startle <laughs> easily. Okay. They just go to sleep, which is what he had done. He didn't seem remotely phased by his excursion. Oh, my God, Sue. That's an amazing story. Thank you so much for keeping me entertained during my illness, Sue. Well, thanks for that story. <laughs> I knew. I was like, what are they up to? What happened there? Because they're being so quiet and polite. Weird. Sue and the curious case of the penguin napping. The penguin snatchers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like really it. funny. I know. I, I mean, the thing that's so funny about me is... As a kid, I was always like very, I was a good kid. Like I didn't want to get into trouble. Oh. I didn't want to upset anybody. There was a brief period probably in like middle school, early high school where I was more of a troublemaker, but I caused no shit and took no shit in a way. Okay. And I remember when I was little, my mom can attest to this, that I stole on accident. So we went into... I don't know. We never had like Targets or Walmarts. Maybe it was like a Kmart or something when I was a kid or maybe like a Rite Aid or something to get school supplies and supplies. And then I needed the, you know, the erasers that go on the top of your pencils, the ones that you put on little caps, kind of a little bag of them. You need to get like 10 or whatever for a dollar. And I grabbed one and I didn't put it in the bin, in the basket. I held it in my hand and forgot about it. And then we walked out and I walked, as we walked out into the parking lot, I went to help my mom put stuff in the car and was like, oh, I stole it. And we had to go back in and I went back in and paid for it. Whatever. Yeah. But that was, that was the only thing I stole. Well, I think stolen. that was an honest mistake. I don't think it's a stealing per se. <laughs> no, but as a kid, I was like, oh, I'm a You're thief. lucky. 
That would go on your permanent record forever. I was probably like 12. I don't care. I don't treat you like an adult. You need to be held accountable for all crimes for the rest of your life. Cancel me online. Katie yes. stole eraser heads. People are insane right now. Mm-hmm. Insanity. Okay. Have you ever stolen anything? I plead the fifth. <laughs> We're in America now. Can there's? I'm sure there's extradition, but I don't think they would over. They'll never catch me alive. <laughs> can't go back to Canada. I can't go back. <laughs> it's so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm sure Shauna's. We were such different kids. He was a, what trouble, else you have he was a troublemaker. I okay. was not a troublemaker. Okay. Hey, Katie and Sean. I got some life questions and rabbit hole recommendations for Ooh. you. I'm excited. All right. Thanks, Jude. Okay. Number one. Is the S or C in the word sent silent? <laughs> I think the C is silent. Yeah. So that'd be like a K. Skent. Although you can say like Skent. sent. Like a sense. Science. Like science, but science. It's, uh, it's fucking my head up, man. Thanks, Julianne. Because if you take off the S and just read it C-E-N-T, it's like a cent, like, like a 50 penny. cent. Yeah, like, or like 50 cent. Yeah. 50 cent, yeah. So that's a mind fuck. Okay, question number two. No, are they questions? Yeah, life questions. Is oh. the S or the C in the word? That's a yeah, question mark okay. at the end, is it not? Gotcha. <laughs> if you drop soap on the floor... Is, Don't pick it up. Is the floor clean or dirty? Oh. Yeah. I think the floor is dirty until you add a little water and you really work that soap in. Yeah, okay. You would have wash it. Another adjective. Wash. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, the, the bar of soap is forever unclean. You forever unclean. Yeah, you don't pick that up and use it. But oh, my the God. the floor is slightly cleaner. So, win-win. Win-win, win-win. No. Um, do you want to explain the forever unclean comment? It's really funny. Or do you want me to explain it? Oh, go ahead. I don't I don't remember. It's Baby Jeffrey, but I don't know. Yeah, so Baby Jeffrey. So, okay, if you haven't watched The League, it may not be for you, but I find it to be particularly hilarious. If you like Big Mouth already, you will love The League. It's, I don't know if uh, he wrote the same. It is not a uh, Nick Kroll uh, production. production, but he's, he's a main character in it. And that's when we were introduced to him, and I think he's hilarious and my favorite is Rafi. He's ridiculous. Swim, swim, stab. I mean, it's so good, you guys. Anyway, highly recommend the show The League. I don't even know where it's... I think it's over, but I don't know where it's even at. Like Netflix. Probably on Netflix. I'd assume. Everything's there until it's not. Yeah, until, pe- Maybe uh, on until Amazon. Peacock fucking takes it away again. Yeah, what's the deal with Amazon anyways? I don't find their environment very good to watch things on. It's so hard to find things. And... I always just have to search. Like Even for Midsummer Murder, when I was watching yeah. that on there, I had You're to like, like, oh, search. That one you have to pay for. That one you... yeah. it's all... They show it and then you have to pay for it. I'm like, that's not how mm. this works. Can I enter the free zone? And then if I want to enter the purchase zone, I enter the purchase zone. You're about to enter the free zone. <gasps> Yay! Except you have to no. watch commercials. Ex- Boo. Oh, boo! Hiss, hiss. Okay. So anyways, uh, Nick Kroll's character, I don't remember his real, his character name on the show. But anyway, he has a baby boy. and He's like a toddler with him. And they had gotten him to get excited about ice and like chewing ice. And I forget what he called it. There was a name that he had called it. And uh, so he was like playing with ice at home and having ice in his water and his little cup and all, it was all excited. And then he took baby Jeffrey into the bathroom with him to, cause he had to go pee. And so he put him down on the floor cause he walks. He like, he's a toddler. He's not. Um... Oh, I see where this is going. And, <clears throat> I guess, and I don't understand this, but I guess in men's restrooms in the urinals, they sometimes put ice in the bottom of them. And I don't know why that is. I think it's uh, to control the scent. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, weird. Men yeah, of roast. to water it down. Oh. Anyway, so there was ice in the urinals. And as Nick Kroll is trying to pee in one, baby Jeffrey, and you can see this coming, grabs the ice and puts oh, it in yeah. his mouth. And so the joke was, baby Jeffrey forever unclean. Because yeah. <laughs> Nick Kroll's character in that is like a, a germaphobe. Yeah. And he like can't deal. And he like tries to wash his hands and rid his, and he's like, oh, the kid's all upset. <clears throat> and so baby Jeffrey forever unclean. It's very funny. Okay. Question number three. How come our noses run, but our feet smell? <gasps> <laughs> Got to answer. Well, I don't know. I mean, these, these are just crazy sayings. I enjoy like, it. Uh, contrarian. No, is it Life contrarian? questions. Life questions. <gasps> that, that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good question. And it, whenever my dad was like, I'm sure everybody's dad was this way, but like king of dad jokes or whatever. I'd be like, oh, my nose. That's what these are. These are like dad my jokes. My nose is running. He'd be like, better go catch it. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. I'll be here all night, folks. Things um, to make uh, teenagers think. Yeah. You know? Where you're like, I don't know why. We, that's why is English so hard for people to learn? I don't know. Maybe because it makes no sense. <laughs> okay. This one really cracks me up too. Number four. Why is the food called chili when it's hot? Those bastards. Those sons of bitches. Yeah. Why'd you call them chilies? Chili peppers. I know. You should call them just spicy peppers. Spicy peppers. Okay. Hot peppers. People do call them that, but they're actually like it's. And the, I think she's talking about chili, like the, yeah, yeah. the beans. But that's why them. they call it chili, yeah. I think, because they add chili peppers to yeah. it. Yeah. But it's hot. I don't know. Julianne, I don't have an answer for you because English doesn't make any sense. Number five. If two mind readers read each other's minds, whose mind are they actually reading? Oh. Oh. That's like uh, when it's meta. When it's like watching a show through someone's phone through my own phone. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I guess if they're reading each other's minds, whose mind would they? So each, each of them would be reading their own mind. It gets caught in a loop. <laughs> I'm caught in a loop, Sean. I guess it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, question number six. If I told you I'm lying in bed right now, wouldn't I technically be telling the truth? Yes. Oh, yes. I see. I was like, what? Synonyms. But yeah, lying and lying. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, my cousin Matthew had sent me a text. This is a while ago. But he was like, why people learning English are fucked. And it was like, there, 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 like all the different ways of there and um, d things like that, like line, line, like it's so complicated and they look exactly the same and the pronunciations are mostly the same. Yeah, the people who built the English language, I think, took some, uh, they, they cut some corners. Some liberty. Yeah, they're yeah. just like <laughs> creative liberties. What's that? It's a, it's a curtain. Oh, okay, well, then they, you have to use the word. This is a bad example because there is no synonym for curtain, but mm -hmm. uh Using the same word for two things yeah. is just lazy. It's super lazy. Yeah. Curtain was a terrible example. I'm sorry. Make a retraction of myself. Okay, retract. We retract it. <laughs> we take it back. But yeah, I'm trying to think of a better one. But I mean, the, the there, 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 there's a lot of those. Yep. And there's just a lot. Lazy. English people are lazy. Not people from England per se, but people. American, yeah. American English. Okay. Question number seven. Why is it called building a building? Why is it called a building when it's already built? Ha. Ha. It shouldn't be act. Structure. Should, yeah. Uh, built. Look at that built over there. What a fine <laughs> built. 
That's why they called the hotel the Biltmore. Okay, next one. <laughs> Sean's getting good at these. Just had to warm up a little bit. Yeah. Number eight. Yes. If money doesn't grow on trees, then do, why do banks have branches? Additionally, why is money the root of all evil? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Number Bank nine. branches, yeah. I know, right? Branches. Yeah. Also, money's made out of paper, so... Maybe English isn't so bad. Maybe it's just uh, someone's having fun with us. I think this. Oh, I think someone's totally having fun with us. Laugh. Julianne is having fun. Okay, number nine. Why? Oh, I've heard this one before. Why do we drive on parkways but park on driveways? And that, again, cutting corners, some lazy founding father or whatever. <laughs> the founding fathers wrote the English language. <laughs> I know. I was like, it, no, it's, I... it's from British English, and then we've turned it into American English over time. Correct? Well, just English in general. Yeah, English is terrible. Yeah, let's start a new language. Let's speak only Pig Latin. Speak in uh, emojis oh, only. Oh, no. I do that already. Okay. Smiley face. <laughs> thumbs up with the little... The wanker symbol. The wanker symbol. That's not sim- the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. This is the final one. How do you do that in emojis, the, the wanker symbol? Is that like the A-OK and then the, the eggplant? What It'd probably you- be the eggplant with the the wet symbol, the water, the splash. Yeah, but how do you... <laughs> that would be it. What's the hand motion? There's no hand motion. Is that just the waving then? No, I, I think it's just eggplant water splash. Okay. What do you guys think? That's what I would send. Ready for the final one? Okay. Number 10. My latest online rabbit hole is funny texts on Pinterest. Okay. So you guys do that. That's their recommendation for rabbit oh, hole. Oh, you know what? There were images that came along with that for you oh, to see. That's why. Okay. Sorry about that, Julianne. I did not... We'll put those up on the screen. Uh, Yeah. So people can see. I'll I'll try and find them. Yeah. Yeah, you can find this. Okay. It's Julia. All right. Well. Well, that was a a mind fuck, man. Yeah. And that S or the C and the word sent. It's fucking my head up, man. Yeah. It happens in all languages. And the mind reading. Yeah. Caught in a loop. (laughs) I'm sure there's uh, idiosyncrasies with all languages. Uh, I'm sure there is. I don't even know if idiosyncrasy is the right word to use in that sentence. You ever do that? You you, you, you start talking. All the time. You sprinkle a word and you're like, damn it, I hope they don't call me out on that one because that does not belong there. Well, I, on podcasts and in video form, I mean, I check things. Usually podcasts, you really can't. But when I talk to you, I always say, is that the right word? And right. sometimes you'd be like, no, I think you mean like intuitive, not intuitive. I don't know. That's not even a good example. What but- I like to do, one of the things I do like about the internet, which mm-hmm. is very far and few between these days. Yeah, right. But one of the things I do like to do is when I'm reading something, I can just highlight the word and pull up a dictionary right away. I know. It's awesome. I think it's fantastic. I do that all the time, although it does severely increase the amount of time I spend um, It slows down. reading. But yeah. my lexicon, my vocabulary is is outstanding in the yard. What was it Erin uh, in the office said? She's like, <laughs> I wanted to learn one new word a day. It was her New Year's resolution. And she's like, and it's going immensely. <laughs> <laughs> learn the word, not how to use it. But it's perfect because that's the kind of thing that you would say thinking you might be using it right. But you're right. like, uh, because well, but it's a lot. Immensely is like a big difference or a lot. of You know, so it's mm-hmm. like. I wonder if there's people out there who are listening to the podcast who who secretly are grading us. There's probably a, some educators. Uh, who I'd are say like, we're like a C plus. Goodness, yeah, I would definitely say I'm C+. happy with a C plus. I think we start at C's a get C degrees, minus. baby. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. What do they call a doctor who uh, got C's in school? Katie, doctor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, um, yep. I fell for an online scam. Did you pay for a Persian princess or some shit? No. 
I didn't remember that. You know, the joke on the office when I don't know. I'm full of office references today, and I apologize. But when oh, because he he pays for all these uh, Arabian princes or some of the princesses. Yeah. Uh, He's like, how else are they going to get out of jail? Yeah, every, someone falls for an online scam, and that man is Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. the roast. No, well, I might as well be Michael Scott. I fell you, for an ser- online you're scam. You're serious? Well, I think so. Um, do you want to know about yeah, it? Since how we share, we commingle to... our funds. Yeah, what'd you do? Hmm. I'm already frustrated. You're already aware of this, but okay. So, uh, mm-hmm. I am not a huge fan of China, as you know, and so I've been trying not to purchase things from China. I'm yes. trying to buy American or North American or European mm-hmm. or elsewhere. Just anywhere, not China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't agree with the way the country is run. Yeah, people aren't paid well. Yes. Okay. I concur. With that said, I I use Instagram mm-hmm. periodically. Instagram's advertising is becoming very, 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 very good Mm -hmm. at targeting what your wants are, Mm -hmm. which is weird because I don't use Facebook and I don't use Instagram in relation to what I fell for. But for some reason, they knew this information about me. Maybe Google's selling it to them. I believe that I, I, big data, we're in trouble. So there's two things. One, okay. I fell for the scam. I, we don't need to get into we're in trouble. Let's not. Yeah. Sean loves to talk about that. I'm going to keep you out of pits of despair today. Let's go back to how you got. Totally yeah, let's go back to the scam. You got the wool pull, pulled over your eyes. So I saw this beautiful. It, it's basically a frying pan. Okay. This is the scam that I fell for. Uh, oh, it's our frying pans? Yeah. Our frying pans are a scam. So in the video that I saw on Instagram. Really? I saw this egg sliding around a frying pan that was not a Teflon pan because I don't like using Teflon. Sean has a lot of opinions, you guys, and we get into arguments about it. Yeah. Um, I think the chemicals that they use for Teflon-coated pans are dangerous. For any so, nonstick anything. Yeah, most of them. But so <laughs> in this pan, it's a carbon steel pan. And carbon steel, you can build up a polymer based on, uh, you basically burn the oil in the pan and eventually forms it's how you season it is what they call it like if you've ever had a cast iron skillet or anything like that people season them i've talked about this on my instagram stories how we're like in stage twenty five thousand. the reason yeah the reason why cast iron pans are black is not because that's the color of the metal that's seasoning they they've basically burned oil although some of them are black but they're also seasoned no the the metal itself is is uh silver to begin with uh that black coating that you see like on a lodge frying pan Mm -hmm. That's all. Uh, oh, their seasoning process? Interesting. Yep. I didn't know. Yeah. And, Sounds and like it comes like that. So Right. So we bought this pan that, I bought this pan based on the video, which was very compelling, which was an egg gliding, barely even touching the pan. It was just gliding They always do like, the egg wow, glide. that is amazing. And then he took a bottle of compressed air and he sprayed, you know, the little nozzle that comes mm-hmm. off the compressed yeah, air. Yeah, like what you put on he your He sprayed computer. it underneath the egg and the egg rose up into the air and fluttered for a moment and came back down the pan. I was like, what? Sold. So I, fall, I went down the rabbit hole from Instagram to the website. I won't name the, the brand. Why uh, not? It's terrible. Well, Apparently it's a scam. Don't let people get scammed. It's not a scam based, like the product itself is good, but the, <laughs> the product itself is good, but the price point is not. Because I have since gone and done my research and you did do your research before you purchase things. Who are you? I thought I did. Sean has never liked this, by the way. He like thinks about things like forever before purchasing. I have it. quarantine brain syndrome, Your Honor, and That's not uh, a I make thing. poor shopping decisions I, at this point. Yeah, burnout. Online. 
I just did. You should have been on my money mindfulness thing with the financial diet. We talked about this specific thing. So yeah. sue me. I bought a couple of expensive <laughs> frying pans. You know, I was, it was late at How night. How much were they? Was, $70, $80? Yeah. One was uh, 85 and the, the, the non-stick one, which still hasn't shown up because I found out that it's in Shenzhen, China right now, waiting to be shipped with a bunch of other frying pans. I'm like, why can't I buy a frying pan from the United States? I, I totally didn't look where it was manufactured. Sean. And the price point, I didn't comparison shop. I shopped based on tisk tisk the language because I went back and I was like, "What? What exactly compelled me to purchase this?" One, it was a great video. <laughs> the power of video compels you. Mm-hmm. The language. Every couple of lo- uh, after, kind of wondering, did I overpay for this? <laughs> Where's my frying pan? Because only one showed up, and the other ones in China. They tell yeah. me. Uh, reading the language of the website, it is so well written but written with hooks to get you to purchase. Of course, Every- it's marketing. Yeah. So anyways, it, it was very good marketing because I don't usually fall for this sort of stuff, but I think it's just because my uh, my resiliency is worn thin mm. by the quarantine, and so I'm susceptible to... Impulsive purchases. Yeah, which, you know, frying pans, it's not too bad. If I had done frying pans plus the Tupperware set, then you would have known Whoa. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> Takeaways, Take credit, credit cards. Credit cards. <laughs> Buddy's buying... Tupperware, you know. Well, but, and I, in, in all honesty, you told me about it. You really wanted it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'll do it then. Because you guys, in my defense of even allowing that to happen also, is we have a frying pan that I like. It's like a green pan. It's supposed to not uh, give off any weird, there's no chemicals in its composition. But you're supposed to replace it every year or two, I want to say, is what they recommend. And we've had ours for a really long time. And so it's really worn out. And it's even starting to stick in some places a little bit, which they tell you, like, get rid of it. And so I told Sean, I was like, oh, we need to get a new one. And he's like, well, I don't want that one again. I want to do my own research and I want to come up with my own. I thought I came up with the right one. Well, but let me finish, though, because this is not the final. Because whenever Sean says that, for me, I think I'm doing it now and I'm going to order it. So that was my mind. I was like, I'm going to find, go into Amazon. I'm going to check this one and try to find another similar one that maybe is a little bit better or whatever. Read some stuff. I'm going to buy it today. When Sean says, I'm going to do my research, I'm going to buy it. You're looking at mm, two months, maybe minimum. I don't agree with anything she's saying, by the way. But anyways. What about your laundry basket? Don't buy me another plastic one, Katie. I'm going to do my research and I'll get myself a metal one. How long did you use that broken basket? About two months. <laughs> Anyway, so pure coincidence. When he told me about the frying pan, because he'd finally come around to find the one that was supposed to be good, I was like, "Buy it, honey. That's fine. I don't care. Whatever." Blah blah. He's like, "It's kind of expensive." I was like, "Whatever. We'll use it for a long time." We use frying pans every day because I make eggs in the morning. And so, what's happening with it now? Well, it's in China, and so how is it a scam? So you think you overpriced it? Overpriced uh, (laughs) merchandise that's not made in the United States. I. I don't know why I can't get a frying pan from the United States. I looked it up and sure enough, they make better frying pans in the United States. All clad is one brand. Yeah. Uh, anything from William Sonoma or Sur La Table. Uh, if it's European, that's great. Whatever. doesn't matter. Just the fact that I bought this thing a month ago, it still hasn't shown up. And they sent me an email yesterday saying that it's still there. Well, it's because COVID, I'd assume. Shipping's slow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I, I don't really blame them. But can you cancel it? or I'm going to try. So... We'll see. Then can I order my own nonstick pan? No, no. I'm I'm gonna take care of this one. You guys call call <laughs> me in 2022 when I Compelling finally have content a, a new by frying Sean pan. Katie. <laughs> frying pan talk. But we have feel the sizzle. But we have seasoned this 
the fucking heaviest frying pan I've ever had to lift in my life. I'll probably never use it because it takes two hands. It actually hurts my wrist to have to hold it. You guys, it weighs like a gazillion pounds. And we've seasoned it and we did all the steps they said to do. And everything still sticks to it. No, that's because you're impatient and you don't really. Uh, I put haven't stock even used the, it. No, I know, but you're complaining about it, and I'm, I'm just trying to do what you know you're supposed to do with a carbon Stage steel 75, pan. Stage seventy-five thousand. Yeah, it's you the highest maintenance maintenance pan we've ever had. Okay, <laughs> I'm just getting frustrated here. Are you? Yeah, really. I feel like I'm under attack in front of, you know, a massive Our audience. Friends? <laughs> Our friends, you are under attack. We spent a lot My on judgment a, is being called into question. <laughs> you are the one that called it into question. Yeah, but you really twisted the knife. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on because I'm sure they're probably like a <laughs> frying pan talk with Katie and Sean. Feel the sizzle. I am going to order my own pan after this, you guys, by the way. And I will put it on Instagram as to how long this takes, which will be like three days. Hmm. <laughs> Once I'm sure he can cancel the Chinese pan. <laughs> Okay, says, hi, Katie and Sean. I just thought I would share a funny story along with the same lines as Sean's ranch seasoning oopsie. Oopsie daisy. Just getting it from all sides here. (laughs) Hey, you put it out there. Yeah. In 4-H, which uh, 4-H stands for, I don't want to. Fourth year of high school? No, 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 no. 4-H is like horses. uh, Hold on. What does 4-H stand for? Okay, so 4-H. Okay, that's what I thought. Head, heart, hands, and health. And 4-H is essentially, um, it's, an, it's like you, in, in school, people would join 4-H and they usually work in like agriculture or uh, it's like farming in a lot of ways. Okay. I don't, it's not like, you know, future farmers of America. That's a different thing. But let me see. The organization is administered by the National Institute of Food and Agriculture of the United States Department of Agriculture. Okay, Kind of an important thing. Yeah. And it's through U.S. and Canada. And yeah. So anyways, I just wanted you guys to kind of know what it is. So that's, it's mainly through the Department of Agriculture. So yes, I was kind of correct. I thought animals were part of it. Sounds like it's just agriculture. Okay. So in 4-H, we had contest, contests where we demonstrated how to do various projects, usually cooking. My classmates, Angie and Lisa, were demonstrating how to make Rice Krispie treats to two judges and about a dozen of us kids. As Angie was stirring the melting marshmallows, she lifted up the spatula to find the end of it had melted off. (laughs) What a bad thing to have it melt into, right? (laughs) She stopped for a minute, did a Lucille Ball expression, and kept right on going with Krispie (laughs) treats, stirring the melted plastic into the mix. The judges were laughing as Angie said, mmm, these are going to be good. <laughs> we all laughed so hard our stomachs hurt. They won first place. I like that. When people roll with things. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're, it's a demonstration. You can't start over. That's cute. <laughs> and just nobody's going to eat it. So, hey. Happy New Year and best wishes, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Happy New Year to you too, Brenda. Thanks that for the story. That was really funny. Yeah. And the Lucille Ball expressions. Like, you know, when you... You know, that's what she does, like wide eyed and shocked. And what a brilliant comedian she was. Oh, so talented. So many great moments. Like, I, I, she had radio shows. She had, I think, three different everything. TV shows, but she was so funny. And, yeah. uh, what a, what a treasure. It's cool that it's all recorded, you know? I know. Because up until 100, what, what do you, when did, uh, television start? 19. 
I have no idea. 30. I I think the first broadcasts were Oh, fun well, they, fact. Well, the first to... person to to do a television broadcast, the technology is Scottish. Really? It's, it's one of the weirdest. Bonnie, our our artist mm -hmm. friend introduced me to this footage and I'll, I'll put a oh, link yeah, to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You told me. I remember that. It is some of the strangest things. So basically there's a man who is trying to figure out how to how to broadcast. broadcast. And so he has a puppet that he is talking to. And the puppet is talking about what television or what video could be. And this is, I think, in like the teens when, when he crazy. was. Yeah, so like, let's just make up a number here, or a year. Yeah, 1913. Like 1913. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's playing with this technology, trying to figure out how to broadcast. And some of the things he says is so. Like it's come to fruition. Oh my God. And dark. You know, like wow. people will become self-absorbed with this technology and everyone will have it at one point. It won't just be locked up for the rich. It'll wow. be in everyone. It, it's, it's like so the Unabomber's weird. thing. Oh, the manifesto? Yeah. yeah. Disturbing. If okay. you have not read the Unabomber's manifesto, I encourage you to do it. I know that sounds really creepy. It's not really about killing people. That's not what it is. It's like why technology is bad for us is essentially what it is. And I find it fascinating because if you read it, there's some... Do you read some... a lot of manifestos, Katie? No, but somebody had posted that or published it as if they wrote it as a test to show people that it wasn't that crazy. Because once you know it's the Unabomber's manifesto, you're like, well, this guy's a fucking lunatic and he murdered people. But when you read it from the state of like, oh, interesting, New York Times posted a new article. Hmm. And you start reading, you're like, yeah, I could see that. Ooh, oh, yeah, it is kind of, you know. And then you're like, holy fuck. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. That was like last year or two years ago now. No, a good decade ago that uh, it was Wired Magazine posted uh, Bill Joy, mm -hmm. the founder of Sun Microsystems. Mm -hmm. He wrote an article for Wired Magazine. It's probably 20 years ago now. Oh, really? Uh, wrote an article for Wired Magazine, but huh. it wasn't his article. He yeah, Midway he through, he, he stops and says, hey, just so you know, you've been reading the Unabomber's mm -hmm. Manifesto. And then he goes into Bill Joy's oh, voice. I guess and I just why. it just bubbled into my world last year, or the year before, or something. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" I was probably prattling on about something. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And then it came up, and who knows? Who knows? But anyway, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting read. Okay, yep. uh, dear Katie and Sean, I was almost named after a dead Star Trek character. <gasps> we just talked about Star Trek just a little while ago in this podcast. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now that I've got your attention. Yes. And hopefully the attention of the entire audience. Let me start off by saying howdy do and happy new year. Or would that be howdy new year? That's a good question. I'll have to get back to you. As you probably inferred from my opening line, I have a story to share with you all. A story I was reminded of a couple of episodes ago when listening to you two share your own stories of how you came to be named the names that you have. Funny side note, I was almost nine years old before I learned that Sean was actually pronounced Sean and not seen. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, it is fair. Also, when I first met Sean, I put his number into my phone, S-H-A-W-N. And then when you'd asked, I think we'd seen each other one more time or something. Or no, it was like later that day or I don't even know the next day or whatever. And you'd said, oh, do you have my phone number? And I looked up S-E-A-N because now I knew your name was spelled that way. And I was like, I guess not. And so I had your phone number twice in my phone for a little while. <laughs> I didn't know that story. Because <laughs> I didn't, you know, Sean, it says how it was spelled in my head before I met you. Okay, um, too bad because I think Seen St. Louis is a fun name to say, but I digress. Funny thing, uh, growing up, French people would say that all the time. Seen St. Louis. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and then if you said, no, no, it's Sean. Ah, 
Oh, like Sean Connery, they would say. Oh, because he's S-E-A-N. Yeah, he's a famous person. That's really funny. Okay, but I digress. Story time. Many years ago, a decree went forth to young and old alike that upon making a grand entrance into the world, I was destined to be called Ian Andrew, last name redacted. While I remained under construction in my mother's womb, she had become a binge watcher of old episodes of Star Trek, Hmm. The Next Generation. One faithful night, shortly before I set to debut on the global stage, a particular episode came on the air in which the Enterprise counselor, Troy, Troy, yeah, Deanna Troy, became pregnant via an alien intervention. Suffice to say that this resonated with my mother, the expectant mother part, not the alien part, obviously. <laughs> my mother was by now bedridden due to complications with my development. Poor me, nary a breath taken and already causing trouble for this my family. Well I really enjoy this a lot. Anyways, during the episode, Troy gave birth to a boy who she named, you got it, Ian Andrew. Okay. You can probably imagine the mental gymnastics I sent my mother into as she'd never seen this particular episode before and couldn't believe the odds. Already had the name put together, right? Unfortunately, her shocked amusement soon morphed into maternal dread because near the end of the episode, Star Trek Ian Andrew ended up passing away, sort of. It turned out that Star Trek Ian Andrew was really an alien entity who encountered the Enterprise during space travel. Just for uh, shits and giggles here, I'd like to draw the... Uh, comparison of Star Trek to mm-hmm. soap operas. Mm. It's just soap yes, operas and in space, space guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yes. Like Days of Our Lives for daytime days or General Hospital lives. and at night you're watching Star just Trek. Just as the time passes, yeah. so do the days of our lives. Alien okay. soap operas. Yes. Sean loves alien soap operas. Okay. It's true. That's like, what were we watching? Um, there was something that you had loved to watch and somebody had said something about it being a soap opera. Oh, Narcos. Yes. Narco- I was like, it's just a soap it, opera. No, it just dawned on me when, yeah, watching it one yeah. day. Yeah. It's just a soap opera. A telenovela. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There was another thing, too, that I was like, that's just like men love soap operas. Oh, anyway. You just have to disguise the sensitivity with, uh, you know. Oh, it was Rocky. Oh, yeah. Rocky's totally a soap opera. He was like, because I've never watched Rocky because I don't really care about it. And. um, Oh, like if if, you could learn to live. (laughs) Oh, my God. So anyway. Polly. It was on during the holidays, like a full, because they'll do this where it's like all day Rocky, because I don't know how many films there are. Nothing like better seven. than a Rocky marathon. So we just had it on in the background, kind of off and on during that day. And we watched, I watched most of the first one and I was like, this is like a, it's so dramatic. It's like a, it, it's like General Hospital. It is a soap opera. It's a goddamn soap opera. That was what it was. Okay. So continue, continue into my story. Uh, it turned out that Star Trek Ian Andrew was really an alien entity who encountered the inter- the uh, Enterprise during space travel and curious about humanity decided to experience the full human life, birth, growth, death, in order to better understand them. The episode ends with the alien entity thanking Counselor Troy for his life as Ian Andrew before being reborn into his original form and floating away in peace. As the credits rolled, my mom turned to my father and announced, I don't care what you say, we're finding a new name for this baby. <laughs> what a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And you're never going to believe who this is. And so concludes the story of how, thanks to the death of an innocent alien life, whose only crime was curiosity about human beings, I instead ended up sharing a name with an ingredient for s'mores. It's Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that story gave you both a good laugh. <laughs> who do we know named Marshmallow? <laughs> His name is Chocolate, Chocolate Bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay. 
Hope that story gave you both a good laugh. Here's wishing a good 2021 to you both. You as well, Graham. Thanks for writing in. (laughs) Yours truly, the human formerly destined to be named Ian Andrew, also known as Graham. Marshmallow. As Graham. P.S. We all obviously love Kristoff's letters and talents for weaving good stories, but you may consider the above story my own official submission for an OTDM staff writer role. It was amazing. Yeah. Busy person uh, between opening the coffee shop, which he has uh, done. Um, (laughs) We love that coffee. The only one we haven't. We haven't uh, used the extra, extra caffeine. C4? Super caffeine. Yeah. Thanks for sending it in. He the last could... batch, I actually drank the uh, the pot of coffee myself. And then and... he ran a marathon. <laughs> I flew all the way home and boy, are knees, my arms tired. <laughs> knees burning and all. So he said, okay, you can consider the above story my own official submission for an OTDM staff writer role. You can call me an intern and therefore won't have to pay me anything. Ah, LOL. I like the... Uh, yeah. We're, we're developing a team of writers, staff writers. Oh, wait, that's not, yeah. I know. Yeah, it was a good, it was. It, it was well written. It was very well written. Anyone who uses the word nary, uh, I, I think this is Or even, I excellent. like that upon making my grand entrance into the world, while I was destined to be called Ian Andrew, less name redacted. Wow, it's <laughs> so good. Graham is a writer. I love it. Mm-hmm. Isn't he the one that was starting his book? Yes. Okay. Oh, I have a question. And I keep forgetting to ask, and I feel bad for not remembering, but when I took a screen grab of said item that I'm going to tell you about in a minute, I realized that I hadn't uh, noted who drew it, and they didn't sign the thing that they drew of me as Detective Katie. Oh. And then I, I said something to you. Yeah, if you send in fan art, you definitely have to sign the actual well, image or or the file name. Yeah, and I don't think I have this, I don't know, I look, I don't think it's signed, because I feel like I would have looked for that first, but then I was uh, perusing Instagram, and it was someone's Instagram that they posted it, and they shared it with me, and then I saved it. Who was that person? Because I thought it was Iris, and then you were like, no, I don't think it's Iris, and then I was like, damn, because I'd waited too long, and my brain forgot it, and I'm sorry, and I think I have an idea of who it might be, but I don't want to give any other names because I'm going to offend the person who did it. And I love it so much and I want to share it, but I can't tag you because I need to know who it is. So let me know. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> Back to the letters. <laughs> That's been bothering me for a while and I keep forgetting to say something. So next letter. All right. Hi, Katie and Sean. Hi, Katie and Sean. How do you do? Happy New Year and thank you for the last year of podcasts. I'm a huge fan of AKA and OTDM podcasts. Have not missed an episode so far and I am proud of that. I am proud of that. That's amazing. Thank you. Yay, yay. I know I'm late with the Christmas tradition stuff, but I heard you had people from Poland and Austria talk about it, and those are Slovakia neighbors. Oh, yeah, and those are Slovakia neighbors. So let me quickly recap Slovak traditions. Okay, we're talking to a Slovakian. I'm excited. A Slovakian? Slovak. A Slovak. A Slovak. It says recap Slovak traditions. I'd assume, right? The main day... Is December 24th. That's how it was in my family, too, is Christmas Eve was the biggest day. We didn't really do much on Christmas Day. Oh, for us, it's Christmas Eve, for sure. Yeah. We just opened some presents from Santa, like our stockings on Christmas Day, maybe one gift, and then we just had a big breakfast. But Christmas Eve was the big jam. Okay, the main day is December 24th. We have uh, traditional Christmas food, mainly carp and potato salad, fish soup, waffles with honey and garlic. Ooh. That sounds delicious. Yeah. The dish off differs from region to region, though. Each region in Slovakia can have a very specific dish of their own. I know for many reasons, tr- uh, I know for many regions, traditional one is the sour cabbage soup. Sean, mm. I know you love kimchi. 
and I'm sure you would love our traditional sour cabbage. I'm in. I really is, am. I know. He's so stoked. Which is popular in Slovakia and is said to be very healthy. I bet it is. I personally love it. In my family, we do not have cabbage soup for Christmas dinner. We have it on New Year's. Okay. But I know it's, a very, it's very popular across Slovakia. Recently, I came across a great video on YouTube. The guys are called Geography Now. And I was very impressed. They did an episode on Slovakia, and it's attached. We can link that below. Oh, I'll put the, yeah, the link in the description. I highly recommend this episode as well as their channel. Um, one can travel at least this way. They also have a fun episode. I honestly laughed at some of the facts. So there's two Slovakian videos that we should all watch. I have a question for you. What's the... Oh, funny. How fortuitous. What? The question is, what's the most bizarre gift you ever gave or ah. were gifted? I mean, I said the worst gift, but most bizarre. Bizarre. I'm, I, do, I do poorly when, when I'm put on the spot mm -hmm. thinking about things like this, but... Sorry, chapstick. Yeah. One time I was gifted food and the food was not particularly good and they wanted me to eat it there. In front of them? Yeah, it was like a... Who was this? Uh, Name redacted? Yeah, I don't remember. This is going back like 20 years ago. But they had brought it over... Joe and I were living together and they brought over like a, it was like a fruit cake or something like for the holidays, you know? They want you to eat it? Yeah. And they're like, let's, you know, you should try it. I made it. And it's I tried it and it was like burnt <laughs> hair and chutney. Mango chutney. I can't get that It was taste so gross. Mouth. And, but they were so excited that they had made this, you know, uh, this, this, but there was weird ingredients in it too. It wasn't like. Well, fruit cake has weird ingredients. It yeah, can. Nuts, fruit, bread. Soak it in rum, pretty straightforward, powdered sugar, right? But this Some people had put like, candies in it, like this gummies. This had like uh, halibut and uh, no. gummy worms. No. And, you know? No. Like a... You lie. What was <laughs> some, really... some green beans, you know, in the fruitcake. It was terrible. What was uh, really in it? I, I forget. There were just, there were ingredients that should not be in there, like corn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you just get Is rid of cans of food from your, from your just cupboard? Just mix it in. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Hmm. Water oh. chestnuts. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, mine is still the one that I was trying to think if there's any other gifts that I'd been given that were terrible. But I think that's it. Yeah. Most of the other yeah, gifts. Yours is a pretty good one. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I was legs. Like, legs, pantyhose. Used. <laughs> yep. Come okay. Plastic egg. Already been used. Okay. Also, quick update on COVID in Slovakia. I need to vent as it grinds Please do. my gears all caps remember how i wrote about discipline in our country back in april slash may so we lost the discipline mm. it happens i lost we lost ours too a lot of people are dying and hospitals are overloaded yet there are these conspirators who claim covid is nothing and there's no need to wear a mask i am frustrated about it and although i know this happening in most countries i deny to admit that people are so stupid i know i have a tough time with it too that it's like a conspiracy or what? a hoax yeah I I think because it didn't show up everywhere at the same time, some people don't believe it exists. But if it hasn't shown up in your community yet, it's coming. Well, and we've had so people, many friends get sick. Yeah, not just people, not so many friends, but we live next to a hospital. And so Katie and I drove around the other day mm. and I wanted to see what the hospital complex looked like because they were talking about our, our, our hospital system in Los Angeles is overwhelmed. The ICU, we don't have enough beds for how many people are sick. So Katie and I drove past the hospital and sure enough, they've got tents outside everywhere. Uh, like they're triaging people there. We didn't see any people, but. Um, no, but there were tents and tents on tents. And then these outdoor bathrooms, I'd assume yeah, for people to use that are being 
the hospital is warm. Now we're fortunate that we live in a warm climate. What are you going to do in Chicago in wintertime if you have to triage? Like this is, I know. So, mm. you know, when people think it's a conspiracy, maybe I'm not saying that it. No, but just take a little drive around your hospital. Yeah. Like, or, have we ever known doctors and nurses to make up jobs that yeah. they have to do? Yeah, and when people say it's not as serious as they make it out to be, honestly. Everybody's Maybe that's so the different. case. I'm hoping that's the case. But the truth is, when you hear from people like Sue, like Sue, who who's dealing with long COVID, or our friend other Fabs, people, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it is a serious, serious issue. So, well, and then, just, and yeah. you want everyone to be safe and healthy, like, and we never know how it's going to affect us. That's the yeah. thing. Everybody's so different. Yeah. So but I don't think Dr. it's conspiracy, Drew, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. I just I want everyone to be safe. Yes. So. Same. Same. And so safe yeah. and healthy. And I agree. I agree with that. The, it's hard for me to to admit that people could think that way just because I know it's an inconvenience. I'm uncomfortable too. But I mean, Christina and Tom got sick and it wasn't that bad, but that doesn't mean it gives you free reign to like do whatever. It You know, COVID still exists. They clearly got it. But then we have our friend Fabs and Sue who got super, super, super sick. And then I've had friends in the middle who like even a guy I went to high school with you guys. Um, he lives next to my mom now. And he, so I'm 37, he's 36, I guess. He had to go on yeah, a ventilator for two weeks. From, picked him up from his house, right? And had to take him to Seattle because there were no beds. You guys, there are so many other hospitals they passed on the way yeah. and there were no beds. They had to so, take him all the way up. And that was crazy to me. And then his wife was devastated because they have a little kid and she couldn't go up and you can't get in and can't see them. Yeah. So just be also, careful. Also, if, if you safe. do think that it is a conspiracy, I don't have a problem with your thoughts about it, but. I think there's enough information out there now. But that, it's not uh, really about you. It's about other people. Like, that's what I think about. Like, even if I did think it was a conspiracy, is it hard for us to wear a mask when we're out so that other people aren't scared? Yeah. If it's conspiracy, we're saying if, if there's a possibility that it isn't. Even 1%. Then, you know, you, know, you may want to protect those other people. But I don't want to get on a soapbox. No. About this. No, just be careful. Yeah. Okay. My anxiety is getting through, is, or really what she means is my anxiety is going through the roof. Jeez, after that last cheery uh, conversation that I just peppered this with. No, but it. So my message to the world is, please, all caps, wear a mask and don't be a jerk. I also have an idea for your podcast. What do you think about inviting guests onto your podcast? We've been talking about this. It's like you're reading our minds. It would not need to be an extensive conversation. Maybe if your fans just recorded a message for you, that's what I've been thinking, in their mother tongue something like that that would be cool or like send a picture or you could make a collage of those on youtube it is great that so many people from various countries listen to you i hope you're staying safe sending virtual hugs and greetings jane thanks hey, jane. jane um i i think it's a great idea about mm -hmm. uh, including audio messages from the audience so we are going to be unveiling that shortly we've been trying to figure it out so when we got our new system when our other one sadly broke after we dropped it on the floor yeah a lot um, moment of silence for the Zoom. But we got a new Zoom thing, and I think it can do it now, right? Uh, or yeah, we have to get a plug-in or something? Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of it. Something? Yeah. You got to do the magic It'll probably be, technology thing? So we're at episode 49. Mm -hmm. 52 will be actually, season one will be done. I oh. figured we do 52 episodes in one season. Okay. And um, when we go into season two, we're going to unveil a couple of new little tricks. Then we'll do some calls. Yep. I like so the be, idea. Stay of, tuned for that. I like the oh. idea of messages being left, you know, if they're under like a few minutes or something. Yeah. And then that way, because we do this at all different sorts of times and to plan for someone to call in and we're not scared. We're not regular. Yeah. So we would not want to make you stay up till like five in the morning or three in the morning or, you know, whatever, because they're all over the world. Um, 
if they're in Australia, we actually recorded a nice time. Be like midday for them. Um, but yes, Jane, we love your ideas and we plan on doing that. Jane, consider yourself employee number four. <laughs> Who's employee number three? Uh, oh, well, Graham. We Graham. Graham's have, a writer. Uh, um, That'd be it. No. She'd be four. So me, you, Graham, Jane. No, but we, we have another staff writer, Christoph. So, oh, Christoph, it's so true. So you'd be employee five, Jane. I'm sorry. Um, he, Sean your stocks are worth a lot less. <laughs> Our, <laughs> your OTD, OTDM stocks, you have uh, 100,000 shares in the uh, corporation. Unfortunately, our stocks aren't worth very much either. So <laughs> we're all in the same boat. Don't worry. But it's a rising star. So, you know, season two, you're going to see some serious <laughs> shit that's going to blow your mind. I mean, we've got a lot of things. Let's, let's t- like just manage the expectations, Sean. Temper, temper, temper expectations. expectations. I mean, I'm planning on getting a Ferrari that we jump over the bridge. Uh, that's going to be a great live episode. None of that. We're going to be skydiving. Did you learn nothing from Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Tries to dunk a basketball, breaks his body. Yeah. There's uh yeah. Let's not do that. I don't want to have to go through what she went through. Okay. I don't want you to have to go through what he went through. Okay. Next question or letter, really. Hi, Katie and Sh- hi, Sean and Katie. I don't know why I read that backwards. It's just like I was going into my uh, AKA form. I'm like, next question. Hey, Katie. Da, 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 da. That's what I was doing. But hi, Sean and Katie. Thank you for keeping us entertained with the podcast. You are very welcome. A few episodes ago, y'all mentioned moving to Austin, but that you guys would miss the slopes. And I wanted to let y'all know that Texas does indeed have a ski lift. What? Here's the catch. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's for mountain biking. Ah. Uh, but I love that. But y'all also mentioned that, uh, that so win-win. Yep. I am excited already, and I love Where's... that. It's called Spider Mountain. Okay. And it's in Burnett, Texas, not too far from Austin. Oh, okay. We drive up every few months from Houston to go. Very cool. That sounds amazing. Do some mountain biking. Yeah. I like it. Win-win. Cool. Win-win-win. Well, thanks for the tip. I thought we were going to have to go to New Mexico. Well, Taos is the is the closest for snowboarding oh, okay. this is for mountain biking but hey yeah but hey okay just a side note austin is incredibly dog friendly there are awesome hiking trails and local a local pet supply chain called tomlinson's that i love we often take day trips to austin to go hike go to tomlinson's and eat delicious austin food my faves are via 313 taco deli and kirby lane Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. It's so incredibly dog friendly that the crosswalks, you probably saw this when we were there, mm-hmm. uh, that you press the button and it says, wait, good boy. <laughs> and then when it's time for it to switch green, it says, it says go, fetch. Go, go. <laughs> All the best to y'all. I'm attaching, oh, where I have to put this up. I'm attaching my dog's Christmas picture for lols. Perfect. For the lols. It's right here on the screen. Do it for the lols. Okay. That's really funny. Um, I'm excited. I wish we could find a home that would work for us. I actually need to ping our realtor one more time. Yeah. Uh, we're basically looking for the right house to show up mm-hmm. and we're, we're not going to settle. our budget. Yeah. Well, it's okay. within our, but yeah. I mean, if we had like Google, Oogles, that's not a right word. Oodles of cash. Then we'd just be like, boom, yeah, we buy that one so home. To... That's 1.9. That's like that mid century, beautiful thing on the hill. Yeah. I can't imagine ever spending Money like that on you a guys, home. That's, that's so fancy. Does anybody want to loan us like, I don't know, 1.8 million? $1. <laughs> $1. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, I just thrown just it out there. Hey. Yeah. Um, no, but there's a, there's a lot of really cool older homes outside of Austin and like on the, like just outside towards the lake side of Austin. Um, but they're so expensive, but they're just beautiful. Sometimes you just, 
you you know you increase your maximum to like any and then you'd get to see how the real people live <laughs> yeah the real rich people right Woo, that's a nice house is yeah. that an elevator my goodness it is and a sauna ah, in the a sauna basement. elevator I love Ooh, it. La la. Yeah. well i like to do two things at once you know yeah, so. you ma- maximize your time yeah go get coffee and get a sauna honestly though Having an elevator in your house, while it may sound amazing. I think it seems expensive to keep up. Exactly. That, I would be worried about. There was that about. one house that I was like, you said, wow, and it's got an elevator. I was like, I have to rip it out immediately. One of the cool things I saw when I first moved to California was some of the beach homes in Laguna Niguel mm-hmm. or Laguna Beach because mm-hmm. um, there's cliffs, right? Yeah. Uh, all along that area. And some of the really wealthy people have basically like a a. a a guide wire uh, that goes down to the beach from yep. their house and they'll have like a a bucket like a mine shaft bucket that like takes yep. them from their house down to the water i'm like that's living oh yeah but in malibu it's the same yeah um they have not a guide wire what do you call it uh, no they had like little it's not a guide wire it's almost like if you were going to if you're swinging along the trees on like a zip line it's like yeah. one of those thick cables yeah it's like a cable car kind of thing a cable car. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. But they is. also have them in Malibu where they're almost like little train tracks. But it's oh. not, they're not always for the people, though. A lot of them in Malibu, they have this, this, like, the little walking path of steps to get down with the gate and stuff. But that's for your stuff. Oh, okay. Because that it gets, sense. it's hard to, you know, you're bringing all, uh, yeah, yeah. and having to lug all of it down. I will miss the coast. I know. We've lived, I've lived by the coast my, like, my whole life. You too, really. No. Well, Montreal's. Montreal's. No, that's, that's inland. Oh, I mean, we, there's we do so have much water. water. It's not the coast. Water, water everywhere. Not yeah. a drop to drink. Okay. Last question. Okay. Ready? Me. Last yeah. letter. This is from Ray. Hi, Ray. What up, dude? He says, several years ago, a friend had found a kitten wandering in her yard, and he had been coming to visit for several days to eat. She knew I'm a cat lover, so she called me to ask if I would take him. God, she- you know what? I'm going to stop you right there because mm-hmm. I'm... It bugs me so much when, when animals are abandoned. I know. Or I can't even think it is, about it. Know. Yeah, it's, it's oof, I can't. Gets me. But it wasn't because Ray picked it up. Oh. Good man, good man. Ray just got 10 extra gold stars. I mean, maybe. I'm assuming a lot already. We're not really oh. that far into the story. Okay, well, I'm invested because <laughs> my Okay, so she, call, she knew that he's a cat lover, so she called me to ask if I would take him. She said he's very friendly and loved playing with her kids. I told her I'd come to meet him, and when I got there... She was in the backyard with a couple of her friends and holding a cute little orange kitten with hilariously oversized gremlin ears. The kitten was incessantly meowing, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to listen to that all day and night if I did take him. So I looked at him and calmly asked, are you going to do that all the time? He immediately stopped, and he didn't meow again. One of my friend's guests looked at me wide-eyed and then asked me, are you a cat whisperer? Sounds like it to me. I think so, Ray. You've got some special, special techniques there. I had never thought about it. So I just tried not to laugh and said to her, I don't know, but that confirmed that he's supposed to be my kitty. Mm-hmm. Jasper has always been the bestest, sweetest, and coolest kitty that I could have hoped for. Good name. Gremlin Ears Baby Pick is attached. Put it on the screen right here. So cute. Nice string that story. And thanks for uh, taking in Saving a, a stray a animal. And know? a little orange kitty. We had an orange kitty when I grew up. It was Molly. It was with Molly. Oh, okay. We got him around the same time. Or maybe it was George that we got at the same time, but I think it might have been Molly. Anyway, his name was Bullwinkle. Uh, I'm following the saga of a rescued dog right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow mm-hmm. Mayday Rescue yes, on Instagram. I can't, I can't anymore because it's, it's just too painful. You know, they, yeah, they, they get them out of the pound. There's a lot of stray animals in Los Angeles. People, you know, abandon them or whatever. 
but this one dog, they received a phone call from these two ladies who contacted the rescue center, said, listen, we can't take in an animal. We're just not allowed at our place. But we, every day we see this dog in um, this parking lot and we feel really, you know, yeah, really bad. It's, it. it's a puppy and it looks oh. like maybe it was injured. You know, a dog on the streets, right? They got to fight. Yeah. Good luck getting food. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, the You're resource... little and you got to fight. Yeah, off. exactly. So, it hurts my heart. Yeah. And the, this little puppy was crying. Like, Aww. and they'd see it, but they didn't, you know, I think they left him some food, stuff like that. No one was coming for this dog and it was kind of hiding behind a junked out car in a, in a shitty parking lot in a bad part of town, mm-hmm. basically. So the ladies contacted the rescue center, and I really like that Mayday will do this. They they just go and they rescue. Yeah, they go know, get it, like they, then and there. Yeah, if they can. Um, and so anyways, they rescued this dog, and it was the cutest. It's really a cute puppy. and uh, But it had it had been attacked maybe by another dog, or something had bit it. And so they, they bring it to the doctor, and the doctor got it back into perfect shape. And uh, he just found a... I, I think he's on trial right now. Yeah, they they do the murder. trial. No. no, they do the trial run before they call it their forever home to yeah. see if it's a good it's pairing. A, yep, and uh, apparently they they love the dog. Hopefully, I, and I think it's just that that's another thing about the internet. Um, there are I I get down on the internet a lot. I make fun of it. I I I accuse it of of stirring up a lot of controversy. But there is good material. You have to seek it out. Because yeah. the you algorithm have to be careful, wants to but you watch. sell you a frying pan from China when I should be looking at dog <laughs> rescues. Well, it's um, like when you try to look up somebody like. Oh, my goodness. What is it? Oh. Sorry about that. The door knocked and I'm waiting for my new phone because my old phone. Uh, oh, yeah. Tell them. Well, not much to tell. Uh, so I have been evaluating a Google Pixel 4a that Google was kind enough to, to send to me. Uh, so I tested it out. I've been using it for a year. Very similar to an iPhone. Although we had some issues with it and it, the camera wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be and it just wasn't the best. The software maybe isn't as good as yeah. Apple, but side by side, these are two smartphones that are, you know, flagship products, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it, it did its job. It did a good job. I had a hard time learning the operating system, but I think that's just me. Oh, you're used to Apple. If you're using an Android, I'm sure you're used to yours. Uh, however, new, was it New Year's Eve? No. Um, I unplugged the darn thing. Yeah, I think it is, or the next day. It was the next day, or it was like. But the it was first plugged in. I unplugged it, and all of a sudden the screen went crazy, and it wasn't. It didn't have any problems. It wasn't exhibiting any issues prior to this. It was operating perfectly well. So now my phone is bricked. Um, we can't just, figure out how, how to make it stop. And I looked it up, and it sounds like it was in a, a reboot loop is what they called. It. And they showed the screen it looked just like what his screen looked like. And we tried all the, you know, the do-it-yourself tips. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, after many times of turn it off turn it on hit the power button but i tried da, 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 everything all the stuff plug Tutorials it in plug it online. out plug it in plug it out uh, and it never turned back so then we ordered you the new iphone i'm excited uh, it does a lot of things that i'm, I'm i've wanted mm-hmm. in a phone for a while uh, i also swore off apple products a little while ago in terms Sean of does like, that yeah no more <laughs> never again forever and clean uh mm-hmm. i just didn't think that apple was doing a very good job with some of their products so i was like well i'll try other pieces that are or other which is fair people do say the samsung is pretty good but yeah I, you know i, I just think... prefer an apple phone cool well um i'm back baby i'm back, back in the in, apple club back in business you know and people are giving me that like there's stigma when you're not part of the apple club well, when you're, you're in the green apple text? community you mean the green text when your bubble comes yeah. back green 
Exactly. Like, ooh, green text. Hmm. <laughs> this guy over here. Did anybody get... say something Apple... new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Your emojis look weird. Well, your emojis look oh, weird, Oh, your emojis mister. do look weird, yeah. See? See what? It... Discrimination. <laughs> so, so my smiley face guy looks like a little maniacal, you know? <laughs> Have you noticed that? They look weird. It does look really crazy. The poop emoji does not look like a poop emoji. I don't think you've sent me that one. So oh, I, it I, looks like a triangle. I'm like, that. the artist, they, they skimped on some of the emojis, honestly. They're just trying to keep up with Apple because Apple puts out good ones. You know? Yeah. I mean, the, the laughing one looks a little weird and the smiley one looks a little weird. Yeah. But I don't know. Those and are, they all look like uh, marshmallows that are sl- slightly- Yeah, a uh, little bit squished. Squished. It's weird. A little squished. And yeah. I squeeze. People mock me. You're gonna... oh, I was at the beach. I was lying there and I had my, my, uh, my Google Pixel phone. I was on it and these cool kids walked by. They were like, kick sand high... on you? they kicked sand on me and my phone. Oh no. Yeah. And I was like, you'll see, I'm going to start lifting weights. Oh. I'm going to get an Apple phone. I'm going to be the cool, tough kid on the block. You know, but... I would have stood up and been like losers. Yeah. Nerds who picks on a random stranger. Just for a Pixel oh. phone. <laughs> Wow, this pretend discrimination is just really got a, you know, it's identity politics. It labeled me as a as a Pixel phone user, mm, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm a protected category of special a protected. Ca- oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll get off the top. But anyway, so he has a new phone, so we're back. Well, I don't have it yet. It's uh, well, it has to be in China with my frying pan. <laughs> They're supposed to be shipping at the same oh, time. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, but he's been six well. days without a phone. I tell you what, I'm slightly, slightly uh, more refreshed. But it's not really without a phone. Oh, yeah. He immediately rebooted his old Apple phone. From not immediately, but one day. Two days. Two days later. And okay. I don't have a, the SIM card won't pick up my cell phone service, so it's not really a smartphone, but it is a news reader. So I. I Can't I'm, you message people too or no? No. Uh, well, actually on Google Hangouts. Because WhatsApp, but, oh yeah, I was going to say your dad and no, stuff, No, right? I can't use WhatsApp because I don't have access to my phone number. Oh. Also, when I was trying to recover my password for my Google phone backup, they were trying to send me a text message. I'm like, who's Clearly, I can't fucking get to my phone. Exactly. I hate when there's loops like that. That's another thing that grinds my gears. Well, I sent off um, feedback because I got the phone for free. So I was like, I'm going to let them know what happened. and. Uh, but I haven't gotten a confirmation back that they've received it. So it could have gone to the round filing cabinet, but I do believe that Google employees the round filing cabinet. are supposed the to, uh, yeah, they're, they're supposed to take all feedback. And we know from YouTube mm-hmm. that they do. They love it. And they're, they want it. They're very serious. It makes about it, it better. So if you ever have a problem with a video in terms of, or anything on YouTube, some functionality is weird. Yeah. Let us know. No, don't let us know. I don't, I'm not gonna be able to fix it clearly, but you can screen grab it. You can submit it to them, and I guarantee. Well, they how do, do they read submit it. it then? It's on the app, uh, mm. whether you're on the desktop okay. or whether you're on your your phone app. You can submit feedback. They absolutely read everything. It's crazy. Well, yeah, because they want the feedback. They always tell us, and it's funny because we've been so programmed like that. So whenever I'm using something else that doesn't work, I'm like, I want to offer them feedback. Yeah. <laughs> this does not work the way that it should. Yeah. Sometimes people don't like feedback. You know, well, they think it's criticism. So I'm, I'm like, oh. You know, I'm well, just giving you feedback, buddy. You know, but about to a person, about them is a little different than an I'm item. Kidding. I don't do that. I know we don't. We don't see anybody, and no. he doesn't offer me any feedback because he knows she won't listen. She put it in the round filing cabinet. <laughs> I will. She's like, "Oh, could you write down that?" Uh, yeah, okay, you, thank I'll you. Get, you give you the wanker and she sign. Takes it, <laughs> throws it in the, the sign of the wanker. You gave me feedback. 
If you're giving uh, me feedback, you're a wanker. Wanker. Wanker, <laughs> surely. That's it. That's all I've got. That's the way to end it. No, you end can't it end it on like a that. wanker thing. Um, if you are listening, I was looking to see if I have anything else out there in audio land. Don't forget to give the show a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that greatly, and share it with a friend. Those are the two things. Yes, pretty please with a cherry on top. Yeah. Sharing is caring, yeah. and uh, it makes the the world go round. Mm-hmm. It does. It makes the podcast world go round. That's right. Uh, do you have any last thoughts? I was or looking notes? through my notes and I, I don't really. Okay. So uh, we're coming up to the end of the year for us. Yeah. Even though the end of the year happened for the end of we our first season. We have three more episodes. My goodness. My God, man. Um, Katie's friend had told her, oh, don't worry about the first, you know, Years 100 episodes. figuring it out. Yeah. The first year is figuring it out. And I was like, well, we haven't figured it out yet. So I guess the year is not over. <laughs> We've still got some time. Yeah. Got to get get it together, Sean. But uh, let us know when you send in a letter, what you like, what you don't like, what yeah. we should be doing differently. We uh, love feedback and we don't have an ego about it. And we, we want to make feedback. this, we want to make this better. Although we only ask for feedback at the end of the episode because the people who stuck around this long, those are the people we want to hear from. Well, because they're really listening. However, if you have turned the podcast off within the first five minutes, let us know why. Was it oh, a burp? Yeah. Was, was, it a, a, was it a... Was I offensive? Are you, are you offended? Oh my God, we got demonetized because they said it was hate speech. And then we're like, what? Yeah. And then Opinions they read, that don't matter was ranked one, for hate speech. One of our episodes. And then we pinged YouTube. We're like, hey, what? Because it doesn't tell you a timestamp or anything. We're like, what could we possibly they just let it's you like, know that. They're like, oh, that was an error. Sorry. And I was like, man, imagine if you didn't have access to YouTube people to help you. Hate speech. I was like, Ugh. yeah, someone classified. I never. We, we, it was a totally benign episode. Although. A lot of my content is hate speech related. <laughs> that particular episode didn't have any. And so. Just so happened. Uh, they miscategorized by someone, but it was done by a human reviewer. So I was like, what did I say? I think they didn't like us. Apparently, you know, I think they would just probably hit the button in error. You ever do that? You send something and you're like, oh, oh no, unsend, unsend. I hate when. um, Like Twitter. This, this is what happened. Why I got signed out of Opinions That Don't Matter YouTube page and I can't get signed back in is because next to switch account. Mm-hmm. is sign out uh, and then i hit sign out and then i can't remember the password and i tried the one we thought it was and it's not and then then sean doesn't have his phone it's like your recovery number is xyz yeah uh do you have access to this and i was like no and it's like could take three to five days we'll get back to you and i was like i don't want to send it why do they put enter and delete so close together it's like putting a a playground next to a sewage uh, station or something it's, uh, you know. i know doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. I don't okay. like it. So um, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. We're getting ready to uh, get season two going. We have some sp- uh, special surprises. Surprise. Surprise. And yes. it's going to be fun. So I hope you'll join us. Um, yeah. Until next time. Have a wonderful week. Indeedly do. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.